Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya White. Catch me 
hill, shit them off, take a fee-fee, bag me. When you had no, I might do to gladly. Pick up where you left off, ice me, wife me. You ain't gonna have me. with Tanya White. We're still talking about Love Matters this month, and we're talking about wimps, broken ribs, killer connection, and God's way to love. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you just joined, uh, tune in for the first time. I'm your host, Tanya White, and we are always rated R for being real relevant and refreshing, and tonight is going to be extra real, extra relevant, extra refreshing, because I have a special co-host tonight. Listen, I hope Blog Talk doesn't than me, but hey, if they do, that's okay, I found another one. My special co-host tonight is Who You With, Peter With. You on the line. Hey, 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 who you with, who you with? What's up, what's who? up, Tony White? Hey, listen, we're going to talk about some stuff. We're going to get to your wimps, but we've got to, <clears throat> we've gone international tonight, Peter Witt. And right, we have right, Apostle right. Melissa Mimi, or I hope I'm pronouncing her name right, Ua, on the line all the way from, you know where she's from? Ghana, West Africa. Oh, my God. Jesus has done it. He has made us international, and we're excited to have her. She is staying up because in Ghana, it is wee hours (laughs) in the morning, I believe. So we're going to bring her on, and then after she leaves, we're going to get into our and introduce who you are, who you with. But we're going to bring Apostle Mimi on. Apostle Mimi? Hello. Hello. Welcome to uh, Real Talk with Tanya White. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. It's so good to hear your voice and an honor to have <laughs> you on. You are on another continent, and you are staying up. What time is it over there? Yes. It is 106. Bless your heart. See, in the morning. In the morning. (laughs) Bless her heart. So we know that God is going to pour out into her. Listen, Apostle Mimi, I've been following you for months and have been truly transformed because you are real, relevant, and refreshing. Um, Wow. But tell us, our audience, who you are, and then we're going to get into conversation because you, you are anointed and appointed to be on this show. At this time, and you are just ripping to be awake at one o'clock. So tell us who you are, and then we're gonna get into the conversation. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, I, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for for thinking about me and for inviting me to participate. I um, I, I think the time frame doesn't really affect me at this point because when you have international stuff going on, you just adjust. Okay. You just adjust. So, um, yes, I I am uh, apostle, and I'm actually right now um, 
functioning as an um, apostolic missionary. So I have an assignment here in this part of the world, and um, I work for an organization that um, helps to host missionaries from different parts of the world who feel called to come to Ghana. So our main role is to connect with them, help them to find ministries or any kind of humanitarian work they want to do, and then we just kind of take care of them and walk them through the process and, you know, pick them up from the airport and make sure they get to their engagements. And we try to make it easy for people to do what they're called to do in this part of the world. Amen. Amen. So thank you for your commitment and all that you do. You have so much uh, that you're doing and God I, has I do. you to do, uh, and we appreciate I that. Do. So let's start with the Woman's Heart Ministry. What is that, and yes. what has God called you to do through that? Well, the Woman's Heart Ministry is basically the umbrella ministry that mm-hmm. encompasses everything that's in my heart. So I do missionary work. I'm also a writer, so I write books that are specifically faith-based, not fiction and non-fiction books. I also um, am a women's empowerment coordinator for the organization, so I do also work on women's issues. And then my, also the other big baby I do is a ministry called Man Fast, which yes. teaches women how to come out of the worldly mindset about dating and relationships and really yes. partner with God on how he wants to bring love and romance into their lives. And so that's that's the big chunk of work that I'm also doing in addition to the missions work. Wow. And I believe that's how I connected with you all uh, through Manifest Ministries. I I saw a post and you post so much godly godly standards, and that's what the world is craving right now. but I'm, this right. is why I know where I connected with you. I'm reading your bio, and you uh, worked as a school teacher, a parent educator, social uh, services administrator, corporate trainer, entrepreneur. Yes. We have so many things in common. And uh, youth leader, oh. ministry program, uh, intercessor, everything. So I now I know where I connect uh-huh. with you. Uh, Peter Witt, do you have anything to add, uh, ask Apostle Mimi? About any of our ministry? Yeah, um, absolutely, man. I, I think it's fantastic uh, what you're doing um, as far as um, at Manfest. I believe that's a, uh, very impactful because we do have a lot of um, people that uh, don't know how to properly well be respectful when romance does come into their lives. So, they're, yes. they're, you know, we got so many people that are bitter and broken. But um, I just wanted to ask, um, as an apostle, um, what um, is – we don't hear that word much these days. A lot of people right. are not operating in them, those that should be. So what – and from your perspective, from how did God call you um, to tell you this is what you're going to do? This is not just ministry, but I need you to take it to another level. Actually, the journey for me in this sense started uh, many years ago when I was a college student, and I I didn't really know. I'd grown up in church, but I didn't really know a lot about God and the Bible. I was kind of raised up in a traditional type of church, but I I began to have times of prayer. I got involved with the campus ministry, and I learned about prayer, 
and I learned about seeking God, and I learned about uh, hearing the voice of God. And so he actually began to speak to me about ministry and how he was going to use me in very unique ways. I think the, the, uh, and at that time he was talking about an apostle, and I really didn't even know what that was. It took years of learning and teaching and developing some very powerful uh, leaders in my life and spiritual parents who were able to help me and guide me. And then I just developed you know, an intimacy with the Holy Spirit to where he became the voice of reason and leadership in my life. And I think the, the easiest way to explain an apostle is the word apostle in the Greek literally means sent one. So I know you mm-hmm. see a lot of different displays of people that call themselves apostles. But yeah. biblically, if you read the book of Acts, the apostles were sent from place to place wherever there was a move of God or ministry that was mm-hmm. needed. So think in terms of somebody who's kind of high-ranking in God because of their relationship with God, but they go mm-hmm. where God sends. So I, I tend to call it need-based ministry. God will tell me there's a need here, go fill that need. Go use your gifts, go use your prayer life, and go establish the kingdom in certain places. So that's Absolutely. basically what I do. But the thing I love about God is he, he allows you to do it in different ways with different people in different formats. Like, you know, we have a quiver mm-hmm. of arrows. You know, mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, they had arrows and a bow. Mm-hmm. And every arrow of ministry is targeted for something in the earth. So I may have different arrows than somebody else. But it's important mm-hmm. for me to know what God has called me to do, what's in my quiver, and then let him right. uniquely use me with my own style and flavor, you know, the way he shows it to me. But yeah. the bottom line is the foundation is still the word of God. The leader yeah. is Amen. still the Holy Spirit. The humility is still to God. You know, the honor goes to Jesus. That's all the same. But the way we do mm-hmm. it, the timing we do it, the place we do it, for apostles, that yeah. can just be very, very different. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, for me, the best way to explain it. Yes, if yeah, you just like join Real Talk like with to... Tanya White, uh, we're talking yeah. to Apostle Mimi all the way from Ghana, West Africa, and she has just broken down. And actually, I'm reading a book right now called Absolutely. Hell's Trio, and it, it it's, uh, details and explains exactly what you said about the epistolic ministry and everything. Mm-hmm. Peter, what were you going to say? I was going to say that I, I summarize it to uh, apostles are horizontal. They're not interested in um, necessarily in building members inside of a church. They want to plant seeds and let it grow so that the vine can continue to stretch forth. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Apostle Mimi, now I want to get more into this man fast because we're talking about a love matter <laughs> uh, today. Uh, we're going to be talking about broken ribs and killer connections later on and a wimps in the in the kingdom so this Manfest, you have something right. going on called mastering celibacy. Now you know that is a dirty word in the kingdom, the kingdom right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this mastering celibacy uh, journey about and a program about? Well, you know when you when you actually take the time to read the Bible and read about relationships and what God established. There's a lot of very clear information there. 
um, one scripture in First Chronicles chapter 6, there's a scripture where the Lord is, Paul is teaching the people of Corinth about relationships, and one of the things he says very clearly is flee fornication. He says and that so clearly, Apostle, but some people don't think it's clear in the Bible. Clear. Okay. It's very clear in the Bible. He said flee. Oh, he didn't just say choose not to do it. He said flee. Like run like your hair is on fire. Do not get involved in it. And some of the reasons that he says that is is because when you get involved in sexual sin, and I I challenge you all to look this up in the in the actual original Greek if you have a strong concordance or you go online and look it up, uh that word fornication in the Greek actually means prostitution, adultery, and oh, effeminate behavior, homosexuality, and also um, incest when you're having sex with somebody you're too closely related to for marriage. So Come when on. you start thinking about what it really means, and it's, not a, and it's not an opinion, it's not a Catholic thing or a Baptist thing, it's a God thing. It's a God. And the reason mm-hmm. is... Can you say that again? Apostle Mary is a whole thing? It's a God thing. It's a God instruction. You know, mm-hmm. it's a God instruction. And really, to be honest, it is for your own good. And many times people do not have the right attitude and the right mindset about sexuality because, number one, they might be introduced to it too young. Mm-hmm. Number two, right. you might have grown up like me in an environment where it just wasn't discussed. I, I literally did not hear the word fornication, nor the word fornication, until I got in college and I was in campus ministry and they started talking about it. And that word was unfamiliar because I had a nice, pretty white Bible with my name in gold, but I never cracked it open and read it because I was living mm-hmm. in a traditional church environment. So when we have an understanding about what God says and why he says not to do it, it's because there are things that we open ourselves up to. So if you get involved in what you might term sexual sin as a young girl and you start sleeping with different boys, you can end up getting heartbreak. You know, nowadays guys will videotape you and put it online. You know, you have sexually transmitted diseases. You can end up with unwanted pregnancies. You can have um, so many things. Dating rape, gang rape, um, just you know, we're living in a world where people now do not respect the sacred spaces of their own body. And God yeah. created mm-hmm. your body that was something special because we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. So if he if created you with a, a, a spirit, with a soul and a body, and the Holy Spirit dwells in you, that's a sacred space. Mm-hmm. And you just can't let anybody into your sacred space. Because not only do you share bodily fluids with the person, you share spirits with the person, you share demons, mm-hmm. you share their anger. Anything that the Bible says who you join yourself with, you become one. So if you join yourself mm-hmm. with somebody that's sleeping with other women or sleeping with other men, you're joining yourself with the spirits that all those people care. And on, then man. you wonder why you have no peace. Then you wonder why you don't trust men. Then you wonder why you don't trust God. Then you wonder why your kids are acting the same way that you did and getting involved in sexual stuff early. Because you've got this collection of spirits walking around you because Come you on. yourself to the flesh. And the other thing you have to think about, and this is one thing, when I teach the man fast class, 
women is always shocked when they hear this, but it's really the truth. If I live, if the Holy Spirit is dwelling in me, I ask Jesus into my life, their spirit is dwelling in me, and I go to a hotel and get in a man in bed with a man who's not my husband, they're still there. So I'm asking the Holy Spirit to pull up a chair and watch me get my freak on. Mm. Why would I want to mm. expose him if I stay out and see, people think it's just sex. Well, it's just a little sex. You know, a woman got needs, a brother got needs. Yeah, but you need Jesus to keep you out of hell. Come on, Jesus. But you have to think about, you have to think about the consequences. That's the one word people don't like to hear. Yes, you can repent. Yes, you can plead the blood of Jesus. Yes, you can be forgiven according to the word. But you're going to deal with the consequences of what you put, what you put your body through. My God. You're going to, you're going to, unless, unless God is extremely merciful, you cannot get yourself unpregnant unless you take the child's life if you didn't intend on getting pregnant. So many times you have to ask yourself, if I lay down and do this tonight, how am I going to feel about myself in the morning? Well, if I sleep with this woman, that woman, and that woman, how am I going to feel about myself after all these women come up pregnant? Come on, we don't think about feeling change. I want it. I want it now. I worry about it later. But you don't understand what you're laying yourself out there for. And the thing about it is, we have, as a people, as a nation, especially America, we have lost that sense of care and concern about other people. Yes. People can mm-hmm. do you dirty. People can put your stuff out there. They can put your name out there. And this thing about sending pictures. Of, of naked bodies and body parts. And, you know, things get stolen off the Internet all the time. Mm-hmm. We've had celebrities have their private, you know, making sex videos with their spouse. And yes. it goes in the cloud and gets hacked and your stuff all over. And it's not like you really intended for nobody else to see it, but it's not private. Yes. Even now, if you write an email on, on Gmail right now on my phone, they prompt the answer. Do you want me to reply? They'll put the answer. Say yes, okay. Thanks. I'll get back to you. And I'm like, I don't know if I like Google reading my emails and telling me what to respond. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm sending some dirt, I'm sending some mess. Google is reading right. for the person I sent it to read. And who's to say they have integrity? Yes. And that so is the, the key. Right. Your walk matters. Your choices mm-hmm. are everything. Yes. Will take you to hell or they would take you to heaven. It's, oh. it's not even the devil. The devil just makes the suggestion. You're the one that makes mm-hmm. the choice. Come on now. That's absolutely true. Apostle Mimi, I'm gonna have to have a whole album with you in Women's Month. We're gonna have a special show <laughs> during the day because what you're talking about is not being talked about in churches today, or it's being absolutely twisted. Very. And uh, you know uh, the. Uh, the under the grace case, you know, God, you know, God forgives us, but you said consequences. There are consequences. Our time is running short. Mm-hmm. Mimi, tell our audience how they can stay connected to every single thing that you are doing. I, I have a, a, a website and it's mm-hmm. Yule and it's M E L I S S A. And then M I M I and E W E L L Melissa Mimi Yule. And if you, I know you're connected with me on Facebook. I have a, mm-hmm. a public page. You can just connect on there and 
connect with me on my different social media sites. And then the ManFast page is ManFast, uh, ManFast Plan on Facebook. You can reach out there. Um, one thing I'm really happy to say that we're about to put, we have three levels of ManFast, and, and this, later this year we'll have all three letters. I mean, all three levels of those teachings available through the website where you can download the workbook and download the audio teachings and go through the whole plan one-on-one. You can do it yourself. You can do it with a group, with your friends or church ministry. So that's going to be available later this year. So I'm really excited about that. Yes. Listen, I'm serious about having a full-hour special Real Talk with you because you have unlocked and exposed and, and poured into some some very important things, and people don't understand that that's why our world is in disarray, because that opening of compromising uh, with the fornication leads to so much more. And so thank you so much, Apostle Mimi. I'm going to follow up with you. You got me on the run across my office. Listen, thank you so much. Thank you for all the work that you're doing in West Africa in uh, everything that you're doing. We're definitely going to follow up. Now I know why uh, the Lord drew me to you because you are real relevant and definitely Amen. fresh. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you, and we will follow up with you later, okay? All right. Thank okay. you. Bye. Thank you. Woo, Peter Witt. Listen, listen. Yes. Listen. Uh-huh. Apostle Mimi just wrote us into our next guest, and she probably is going to add the cherry on top of that that look that those uh, that Sunday that's been making. Cause Zakara mm-hmm. Monique, she's the author of Killer Connections. Man, I was drawn okay. by the cover of this book, and mm. it's two people holding hands and fire is uh, man fires. I need to know what the vision of this book. And she's about to talk about killer connections because some of us are walking with some connections that are killing us, and we mm. are left. What you say? Listen. Yeah. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, Miss Monique. How are you? Listen. Hello. I'm ready everybody. to talk about these killer connections, honey. You know, when I saw <laughs> yes, your man. cover, I, I I quickly responded. So <laughs> yeah. I am. Listen, I need to know what the vision was, what this about. But welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Thank you so much for your patience. Um, tell us who you are, and then we're going to get right into this Killer Connections book. I am a Zakia Monique, a master life and relationship strategist. I'm also a transformational speaker, and I um, help my clients also through writing um, as a healing tool. So I'm a bit of a writing strategist mm-hmm. as well. Um, but uh, just a, a young gal from uh, Detroit, Michigan, that Detail. Um, is inspiring. Yes, mm-hmm. Detroit, the most town is in the house. Hey, uh, but just just love people and just uh, really want to help women to uh, heal and prepare for and attract the relationships that God has for them. Yes. Listen, this book, Killer Connections, first of all, whose vision was it for the cover? If you haven't seen the cover, y'all better go see it, Killer Connections. Look it up right now. Whose it, vision was, um, it was it? It was mine. Um, I, saw a, I saw a picture. I saw a picture about three years ago, and it was similar to the cover. 
And when I told my designer about it, he said, well, we can recreate it. So together, he and I recreated the cover to be what I wanted it to be because it was based on that picture, but it wasn't, you know, totally, um, you know, we, we ad-libbed some more things. Um, but, yeah, it it really was something that I wanted to because I just really believe that the cover uh, sells the book. And you have to do everything that you can when you're talking about a hard topic to draw people to the book. So, what you what you what you say? Say it again. The what? The what? <laughs> the cover. The cover sells the book, and you have to do everything that you can to draw people to um, a hard topic. Um, when you're talking the about hard topic topic. relationships, Lord yeah, Jesus. people don't really want to hear you about that. They don't want right to know about it. They don't want to talk about it because they don't want to um, leave who they're with most of the time. They want they want to stay with that person, and so. Um, they'll come to you and say, can you pray for me? Can you pray for this person mm-hmm. and get right or do right? But ultimately, mm-hmm. uh, they're not wanting to cut that tie or to repair. And I often tell my clients that we we really want to keep the people that God wants us to get rid of, and we want to get rid of the people that God wants us to keep. And so, mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. It's, Lord, it's, did y'all hear that um, real talk? You got to slow it down. <laughs> some of our, they, we listen slow. Y'all hear what she said? Say it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes we keep the people that God wants us to get rid of, and we get rid of the people or want to get rid of the people that God wants us to keep. And so that's why in the book we talk about um, repairing or releasing because Mm. sometimes we want to release, but God is saying repair. For me, it was my mother. I I couldn't just cut my mother off. You know, that was my mother. You know, that's my mother. So. I couldn't cut her off. So I had to repair and allow God to mend that um, relationship and mend our broken hearts, et cetera. So, you know, again, people often want to, you know, we in the era of it's easier to cut a person off because it's hard to be vulnerable and to trust again and all of those things. But um, Killer Connections really hits on recognizing toxic relationships and then whether you should release or repair that relationship. My mm-hmm. Listen, you can have me drive all the way up to Detroit, <laughs> sit in your presence, and read this book so you can teach me right in the listen, because you are so right. We can't we can't release everybody. Um, we no. got to learn how to humble ourselves, listen to God, and repair those relationships. Um, you mm-hmm. said a mouth full. Peter, you got something to say? Because I'm I'm been stood up and I got to open my window. Go ahead. <laughs> Listen, um, this conversation, these conversations, all of my message that I spoke a couple weeks ago called broken, and they're already broken. And, you know, they, they've heard the message, you got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so they, yeah. they come to church, but they come to church broken, and then um, they get with other broken folks, and then everything is toxic. So, yeah. So, um uh, you know, I, I, I love what, what you said about releasing and repairing. Sometimes it could be or repairing. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't, you know, we got to release or repair. And like you said, which is a great analogy, you know, you can't get rid of your mom, so you got to try to fix it. <laughs> and so many people mm-hmm. have gone to the point. I, I, I love, and I'm a guy, and I thank you, Tanya White, for having me on here because, you know, from a man's perspective, that's uh-huh. that's deep that women are getting the knowledge to understand on their own that you know men are can be toxic. Oh, <laughs> if, if you haven't heard that before, let me tell you. Peter Witt said you can put my name down there, highlight it. 
Peter Wynn said men can be toxic um, to women, and um, and if they don't know how to repair it or or being taught how to repair it uh, or release it, then it will continue to be toxic. Then your children will be toxic. Then your children's children will be toxic. We'll be the the opposite of what God told us to leave our inheritance to. We'll be releasing toxic people for the next four generations. So I thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. I, I, yeah, I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Dr. Ed Cole said once, one time back in the day um, in a book called Maximize Manhood, he said, we, we have a tendency to judge people on their actions, but we judge ourselves on our intentions. Well, mm-hmm. So that, wow. that is deep right there between all, all these conversations that's going on. So I appreciate it. Keep up the good work. When's the next book coming out? <laughs> uh, the next book is slated Actually actually, uh, Killer Connections Part 2 It may not be named that But um, I only gave people Enough to chew on for a bit of time Which is recognizing Absolutely. And then whether you repair or release And then the next portion uh, Is very heavy Because it's recovering So yeah. um, how do you recover From those types Ooh. of relationships How do you recover Put from those relationships Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Listen. how do you recover from a sexually transmitted spirit? How oh, do you Lord. recover from that? Right. Listen, I'm Absolutely. coming to Detroit. My old college roommate <laughs> lives up there, so I got a place to stay. Listen, <laughs> I'm looking at the chapters for Killer Connections. First of all, thank you for the the professionalism <laughs> the book. Thank you. I'm a reader, <laughs> so I look I look at certain things. And the, uh-huh. the the flow of it, the everything, um, the alignment. <laughs> I look for those uh-huh. things. Thank you for being yes, so uh, paying attention <laughs> to the details. But chapter two talks about the root. Can we uh-huh. talk? About, can you tell, share a little bit about that? About the root of killer connection. Well, when it comes down to it, there are a few areas. I, okay, so I'm a root coach. Okay, okay. so. I'm not interested in talking about anything if we're not going to cover the roots, right? So because what I understand is if we don't get all the way down to the root, then the fruit will continue to be rotten. And I often tell people that until you deal with the root issues, you're going to continue to have fruit issues. So mm-hmm. say, that, say that again. You about to make me speak in tongues up here. Go ahead. Until you deal with the root issues, you will continue to have fruit issues. So I liken it to a tree. When you uh, pick the, you know, you, you, you plant this beautiful tree and then you look up and all of your fruit is rotten, if you go and pick all of the rotten fruit off and wait for it to grow back, it's going to grow back rotten again because you never dealt with the root issue. And so Absolutely. what I tell my clients is I am here to help you dig up those roots, no matter how deep they are, uh, get rid of them, you know, uh, till, t- you know, tend to the ground because we just don't, we want to make sure we don't plant rotten again. Replant water. Wait, wail, you know, cry, or whatever we have to do as we continue to grow again so that we have healthy fruit, because healthy roots bring healthy fruit. So it was important Mm. to me to talk about the root issues, because when you deal with things like poor examples of relationships, um, if a person has never had a person before them that has lived this, then it is foreign to them, because no matter how much we... No matter what we, no matter how much we will, you know, hate to admit it, we have the scent, the aura of Come on. our spouse until we run into God. 
So mm. until you are healed, you still carry the stop. So I was cooking some uh, string beans one day, and my mm-hmm. aunt said to me, why do you continue to taste the water? I said, because if the, if the, the liquid that I'm cooking them in is seasoned well and good, then the string beans nine times out of ten will be seasoned well and good. But if my stock is not right, then whatever in, is in the stock is not going to be flavored well. And so oftentimes our stock is terrible, and, and we expect for this person to be something that they never even had what they needed to be. So they were operating at a deficit from the very beginning. I, I need your full government name because I'm about to call you by your full government <laughs> name to let you know Absolutely. you are squishing. You let me <laughs> listen here. I can't. I wanna slap. Listen, I'm coming to Detroit, Doctor Janine. I'm coming. I need I'm to coming to because she sound like she's gonna cook the meal. Absolutely. <laughs> listen, Hera. If you just turned into Real Talk with Tanya White, I'm a be- listen. It's, it's, I told you this show was gonna be extra real, relevant, and refreshing. We got Lakaya <laughs> Monique talking about her book Killer Connection, and Lord, she just then preached me into a frenzy. I want to read a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, something. I'm looking at your book uh, on Amazon. Y'all can go to Amazon, but uh, she gonna tell us yeah. how to get it directly from her. You you write in chapter one called You Better Recognize. Um mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna read the uh the the last one because that <laughs> this last sentence got my attention. It says mm-hmm. Well you are well, you are the human resource representative for your love life and some of us have high turnover rates. No judgment though, it's over and done. Our hearts are on the line. We are looking for a specific person to love us and we get intoxicated every time we have sex doing the process. Explain mm. that because I didn't want to read the whole paragraph, but explain what you mean by that. Well, I often um, compare the dating process to human resources because uh-huh. I believe in higher and slow and fire and fast. Mm. Come on so, now. Come on. With, you know, um, if I've hired well, then I don't even have to go through the firing process, right? But mm-hmm. when right. it comes to human resources, um, what I meant by that was it's so important for us to um to 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 stay sober. Let me put it mm-hmm. that way. To remain sober during the process because many of us miss red flags simply because we have connected with that person. And when you've connected with that person mm-hmm. sexually, you've created a soul tie. And so now you're saying no, he he's not a woman beater. I provoked him. Mm. You're not you're saying mm. no, he's not a liar. I shouldn't have asked him questions. No, you know, mm. so what happens is now you're no longer sober enough to say, um, you're not serving me well. So it's time for us to go. It's hard mm. to Come break on. up or break off when you have now tied yourself to the person. So again, you're the human resource uh, a, a representative, which means you have the right to select. You have the right to say, no, nope, not that candidate. You have the right to say, nope, I'm not hiring you. You have the right to fire. Come but on. You no longer mm-hmm. will operate so in a sober capacity if you tie yourself to that person. So we're more likely, mm. we're much more likely to dismiss the red flags. And so I always challenge a person when they say, I didn't see anything. No, or, or they say, it wasn't there. No, it was there. You didn't see it. Mm hmm. Yeah, it was there because God always gives us red flags. Mm-hmm. He always does. 
He'll tell you, don't do it. Uh-uh. He'll let you see different things about the person. But if you tie yourself with that person sexually, it, you're going to dismiss a lot of things because of the oohing and the on and everything else. And Come all on. of a sudden now you've made some terrible decisions, and then you want to say, God, why are you doing this to me? And he's uh-huh. like, I didn't do anything to show you the red flags. You chose to ignore them. You chose it. Right. My goodness, my goodness, right. my goodness. Listen, God I will know not you have away a, your free will. Listen, mm-hmm. I know you have another you have another engagement in a few minutes. Close <laughs> us out. Listen, I'm gonna have to have you back. I, you need your own you need your own special show too, Killer Connection. You have to walk us through yeah. because you are so uh-huh. true. When we are connected and and tied into somebody sexually. We lose our forever loving mind. Yes, we, we don't. Do. We don't look at it, and like you said, we d- dismiss, deny, and we even fight with family who try to tell us mm-hmm. the truth and, yeah. and, and stop mm-hmm. speaking to them. And then three weeks later, you come in with your head down and said, "You know, no, we, we you okay? We gonna come, we gonna come and pat you up, but next time I need you to listen." Because mm-hmm. people are trying to hurt us and don't want us in relationship, and really all we all we're doing is seeing the flags that you you have chosen to dismiss. So right. tell us, in a nutshell, in sixty seconds, why people mm-hmm. should get Killer Connections. Uh, killer Connections, first of all, is for everyone. I just received a review from a married woman who said this every page of this book was awesome. So the number one reason why you should get it is because it's a nugget in there or something in there for everyone, man, woman, a boy, girl, it doesn't matter. The second thing is well, you should get Killer Connections because even if you're in a happily married or happy situation, it can help you uh, know where you're going wrong or it helps you at the onset. See, it helps you to save time, it can help you to save money, and it can help to save your life. At the onset, if we if we deal with something at the onset, if you get uh, uh, if you drink some poison, if you get to the hospital at the onset, they can do way more for you than if you get there after you uh, have stewed a while, as my grandmother used to say. So uh-huh. ultimately, Killer Connections will equip you with the warning signs, the clues, the the traits, the mindset. There's just no other package that gives you everything that you need to know up front. Jesus, get it, get it, get it. Amazon, what do you have a direct way that they can get it from you? Yes, uh, you can get it from me with bit.ly forward slash Killer Connections book. So Killer Connections with an S, Killer Connections book. That will get you an autographed copy mailed to you. But if you just want a direct copy, you know, just from Amazon, you can go to www.killerconnections.com. Amen. Listen, thank you so much. The Detroit woman who was kicking real relevant and refreshing information. Ooh, you lit my soul on fire after you just came and reiterated so much stuff after our first guest. We're going to follow up with you later. Much success. Mm -hmm. Many open doors. Keep keep speaking that truth, honey. Uh, and I'm waiting for Killer Connections, too. I'm going to order my copy because I'm going to read it. And, uh, and I'll be waiting patiently on the Killer Connections Part 2, the workbook, the devotional, everything. All right. <laughs> thank you. Thanks All right. Thank you so much. We'll follow up with Bless you later. You. Okay. Listen, who you with? You still there? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Let's get...
let's give you a rundown before on. we take a break. What are you thinking right Go now? Ahead. Oh, Tell me man, your thoughts. Both of those ladies, those ladies are on point. They're relevant. They're, uh, you know, talking the real talk. Because as, as we started out in the beginning, no one's saying it. You know, no or at least we're not hearing them saying it. And, um, and I, I shared with a group of people um, earlier, I said the reason why the world thinks the church is dead is because they don't see you doing anything. You know, they don't they don't see you out there. They you come to these four walls and you stay here and you are all happy and jolly and yeah you had a good church time, but then what happens when you get out back out there in the streets? Nobody see you laughing or smiling or, or what happens? You know you're not involved. Listen, yeah. you did, well, you gone right into mm-hmm. your listen. We're gonna have to take a break because we gotta come back and talk about these wimps <laughs> yeah. that you talking Sorry. about in the kingdom. Well, we gonna take a break because after these two. Uh, what we need is deliverance from the Lord. So we're going to play a little song, Lord, Deliver Me, Donald uh, Lawrence, and then we'll be back in five minutes, and Peter, we're going to talk about these wimps. He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. Sometimes soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister, Leandria, here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. Deliver me Cause all I seem to do is hurt
God rescue me from myself, from my overthinking. If you're listening out there, just repeat after me if you're struggling with your past and say, Let the Lord know, just say, Oh, Tanya White has been real relevant and refreshing. If you're just listening for the first time, I am your host, Tanya White, and we are just overjoyed that you chose to listen to us. Listen, you can follow me on all social media at Real Talk with Tanya White. You can visit my website at TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color. You can look at all my books and services. Um, My latest book, Yes, I Am Enough, is out uh, and on sale, uh, we're we're doing a second edition plus another book that's releasing in April. Yes, I am enough. The next level. So follow me. We're having a, a book conference, book releasing conference, April sixth. So follow me on social media. Listen, I have a great co-host tonight. Who you with? Hey, hey, what's going on? Listen, okay. now we are to your topic of wimp. This show has what? listen has excited me, and you about to you about to <laughs> you about to get some real knowledge <laughs> about these wimps. I uh, love you ever so. since you told me told me what it is yeah. for. So you Absolutely. before I break, you 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 said something that really was true. Um, a lot yeah. of our churches 
uh, having a lot of programs and not living the manifestation of the God that we gather for. And basically mm-hmm. people are coming in hurt, leaving hurt. Why? Because they see you coming in one way and leaving the same way. Yeah. Um, so right. let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Peter, introduce yourself to our audience and then get into these <laughs> wimps, which is an acronym, you guys, and I hope you're taking notes. Go ahead, Peter. <laughs> hey, yeah, my name is Peter Wood, Peter A. Wood. I'm a retired military, uh, about two years now. Thank God, you know, I get a still breathing check. But I, I'm just a, a community advocate. I just love getting involved in community. I am an ordained elder as well, but uh, very similar to the first guest that we have um, who is actually walking in our calling as an apostle. I also um, have inherited the anointing to be uh, an apostle as well. God mm-hmm. showed me that back in 1998. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have an apostle's calling. I believe in the fivefold ministry, speaking in tongues. Um, I believe in healing, laying of hands, all of that uh, is is what I believe the, the church today is afraid of. So um, mm-hmm. I actually spoke this years ago. It's called WIMPS, W-I-M-P-S, which is Weak Individual Ministries Perpetrating Sanctification. <laughs> I think one of the <laughs> greatest. Say it again. Say it again. I love it. <laughs> WIMPS. W-I-M-T-S, Weak Individual Ministries Perpetrating Sanctification. I think one of the greatest perpetrators of the church, or of the of, of the women in the church, and I know we have a lot of these uh, ones that we're talking about, the uh, abuse, uh, sexual abuse and all that stuff, but the greatest perpetration of women in the world is is holding them back. You know, from I'm, I don't care if you were Baptist or Charismatic, Pentecostal, whatever. One of the things that was detrimental to the church that has been detrimental to the church is telling women when they can speak, how they can speak, where they can speak, and what to wear and what not to wear. Oh, you know, and, and we held, let me give you some clapping effect right now. <laughs> <laughs> Last that I checked and read my Bible, when I get to heaven, I'm not going to wear a dress. I'm going to wear a robe, a white yes. robe. So does, uh, uh, wearing a dress is not going to uh, prohibit you, or not wearing a dress and wearing slacks is not going to prohibit you from being in, in heaven. Um, it's your attitude and, and what you do for God. Only uh-huh. what you do for God will last. I mean, I have, I've heard so many stories of people, of women, who, you know, couldn't run track or play basketball or volleyball because they, you know, they wore shorts and they're not supposed to expose their legs. And and the the greatest, one of the greatest things I've always laughed at and openly have laughed at is the church cookout. When you go to the church cookout and you got all these young girls running around here in these long dresses trying to play kickball and three-legged races and they run around here in tennis shoes and these, jean dresses, but yet these young boys are taking their shirts off. Right. So, mm. I mean, you, you guys don't see the, the hypocrisy there? They don't see mm. that? They don't understand that? You tell it, and, and you're holding a girl. I, I remember years ago, I had a, a friend of mine. She got pregnant. Uh, they made her stand up in front of the church, but I mm. never saw the guy. She apologized Ooh, wow. to the church, but they never brought the guy. Mm. You know, my favorite poet, and I've said it many times, 
My favorite poet, Mr. Rob Bates, said, it takes two to make a thing go right. <laughs> don't it, don't so, it take two? So it takes two. So while you have a girl or the woman up there uh, apologizing and coming to the throne and everything, but you're not having a guy come up there to repent. And so when you have women that are pastors, you know, they they make a mistake or they fall short or they miss it, you know, you're ready to defrock them. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, preachers run out here sleeping with, have slept with her. Or the deacon oh, has slept so. with her. Or see, see, from so, the, from the, from the, again, weak individual <laughs> ministry perpetrating <laughs> sanctification. <laughs> it's what it, the reason why I, I called it that is because you, you run around here with these man-made doctrines trying to keep the, the man safe, but you're not protecting the woman. You're making, you're making her angry and bitter. And so, so when she doesn't come to church, you think she's a Jezebel, and Jezebel doesn't mean that you wear a lot of makeup. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so you got that wrong. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, you know, and so that's, that's what, what, what I try to get into when I, when I talk about that. You know, the, the, the other thing, too, on the, on the flip side, too, what you do with a man, the, the weak man, and I, and I say this openly, make sure you turn your radio up. Yep. When you go through this thing, happy wife, happy life, is, is you've got to stop that mentality because she will never be happy. And right. you can't Come make on. her happy until she finds God, until she Come gets on. in line with Jesus and follows you as you follow Christ, which is what the scripture says as, mm-hmm. as the husband, then she will never be happy. If you don't believe me, talk to King David. Come on. <laughs> David was supposed to go to war, but his wife was never happy. So he decided he was going to stay home, but she's yelling in his ear and and talking about him and demeaning him and degrading him. He goes out on a rooftop because the Bible says that it's better for a man to live on the corner of a rooftop than in a house with a nagging wife. Mm -hmm. So he goes out to the rooftop, and he spies, and he sees a woman. Another woman, woman, a voluptuous woman, a beautiful woman. People don't want to talk about that in church either. Oh, <laughs> a, a voluptuous woman, a healthy woman, a curvy woman, a curvaceous mm-hmm. woman. And he was like, I got to have that. Mm-hmm. I'm the king. I can have that. And just like your, your previous um, 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 guest has spoken, uh, you know, we got we to gotta protect that lust. We got to protect that, you know, when you talk about that man fast and when you talk about, mm-hmm. you know, protecting um, uh, you're re- recovering from yourself and 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 the men that you've had in your life. Mm-hmm. We got to protect that, mm-hmm. and we're not protecting that because you know we give into that because he can say the right things or he's got a nice yeah. car or you know he's got or, money or, in the bank or, or whatever. Or he's the king. He's the king on his job. Yeah. He may be the pastor, and right. because you have issues. You think being with somebody is going to make you feel like a queen. Right. And so we have to always get to the root, like Zakaya said, to the root issue. Yeah. And even with the um, with men who have issues, because we all have yeah. issues. Right. We Our actions, yeah. uh, what she say? Actions, right. uh, it's, it's a root. It shows a fruit. The so root. Your fruit right. is exactly. uh, womanizing, whoremongering, and and uh, right. promiscuity, there is a root there that you need to get to right. because you can say, uh, uh, I've been delivered, uh, uh, I don't do that no more, uh, but it shows right. in your action. It shows, and, and right. a lot of people think that because nobody is talking about your actions openly, 
then nobody sees yeah. you. The devil is a lie. People, right. a lot of they people know is. what you're doing, especially with social media, right. and you don't know who's who knows who. I keep telling people. The world, it ain't even six-degree separation anymore. It's one degree with all this social <laughs> right, media. Absolutely. So you don't know who right. knows who. You don't know who yeah. knows of what you did in your house. You don't know who knows yeah. what you're doing on your job. So you better check your roots because your fruit is showing. And see, and, and see, here's how the individual ministries come through. When you're husband and wife, and, and this is the way I was brought up, raised too, the the things that happen in the home happen in the home. Only close friends know what happens inside the home, not mm-hmm. everybody else. So when you when your husband loses his job, mm-hmm. everybody in the church should should not need to, do not need to know that. Right. You know your your position as a helpmate is to help to do what restore him back to his rightful place. Yeah. And so you're not ministering. If you're browbeating, demeaning, and belittling him because he doesn't have a job and embarrassing him in the church, you know, at, with church folk, instead yes. of doing that, why aren't you putting together a prayer group? Why aren't you well, putting, you know, an listen, intercessory group and, listen, and helping him? Mm-hmm. Lisa, now, because we don't believe in the power mm-hmm. of prayer now. We don't. We don't believe Absolutely. in the power of intercessory we prayer. Will. Listen, <laughs> listen. The, the old, the yes. old, the, the mothers of the church, yes. the church I grew up in. Yes. What you do? You pray. You didn't have. You didn't have nothing else but to do but pray. Right. Pray. You gonna pray Absolutely. as long as prayer takes. And so we're Which in. Which Go it, ahead. I I missed the prayers. I missed the sewing circle. Uh-huh. The women used to have the mothers used to have a sewing circle, yes. and that's where the the the, el, the elder mothers would teach the youngers. Yes, like yes. I heard a, I heard a lady say uh, a mother uh, from the Church of God in Christ at a at a convocation. She said this. She said, "I don't need a I don't need to know teach you how to sew a, a quilt because you can go buy a quilt. What I'm teaching you is what to do underneath the quilt when you're with your uh-huh. husband." <laughs> Listen, and we so how also can we that note because we need balance. We need the men right. to teach the, the young men on what it means to right. be a man. It's, it's not about, you know, the bravado and all this stuff. Right. A man is a provider. In yeah. uh, a, a true right. provider, they can't provide unless yeah. they submit it to God and they're praying and everything. Right. Because you in my lane it, now. Listen, listen here. Listen, we got another guest coming on. So we're going to have to table on. this. And this is yes. Minister Rhonda Jones. that's good. She is, uh, yes. her book, The Broken Rib, From Hemorrhaging mm. to Healing. Yeah. Listen, listen, honey. Uh, I heard, I, I saw the picture uh, a few months ago. This is not my client, but... Um, Listen, I love authors, especially I love authors. I saw the picture, I read the title, and then she she allowed me to read some of it. And immediately, in the first few pages, I was it was like hemorrhaging had stopped, and things that Ooh. I didn't even know I was hemorrhaging from stopped. And so I'm excited to have her on the show. I'm excited about her book release. I'm excited about what God is getting ready to do through this message. 
And so thank her. She's listening to the whole show, and she's going to close hey, us out with an hour. So welcome. <laughs> uh, I'm call her Arthur Rhonda Joseph. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm wonderful. How are you all? It's been a blessing just to be listening in for this last Listen. hour. Power, power, power. This Everything flows <laughs> together. I'm Woo. just like, Lord Jesus, That's everybody's right. topic is flowing together. Welcome, Arthur mm-hmm. Rhonda. How are you? <laughs> oh, well, I Tanya, can't... thank you so much for just allowing me to be able to talk to you and your audience. Uh, Mr. Witt, you are so <laughs> on point. Yeah. Who you with? Who Bless you with? Who you with? Who you with? Jesus. Did he kick it? He did. He kicked some. No, Listen, I'm going to connect y'all. He got his own show, Rhonda. You need to be on it. We're going to talk after this right. show. Uh, All right. Yes, ma'am. Tell us who you are, and then we're going to get into this book, Broken Ribs. Now, you know this is my book. Um, Yes, Lord. I'm grateful um, for you and the birthing process in this book. Um, Simple, 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 just a minister, an encourager, an intercessor. You know, however God um, desires to use me, I want to be used. Um, I tell people I I don't get caught up in the titles. I get caught up in the work. So Mm -hmm. I'm just excited just to be used by God however he wants to use me, wherever he wants to use me. Amen. The broken rib. Tell us the, the vision rib. for this. We know it was from ah. God. Yeah, definitely that. Um, the broken rib um, from hemorrhaging to healing. Um, I saw a picture over 15 years ago um, that it was by an artist by the name of Merle J. It's this lady in white, and she had a small red sash around her waist, and Everybody else saw a sash, but I saw blood um, right at her rib. And God just immediately spoke into my spirit, the broken rib um, that she was hemorrhaging, and people really couldn't even see that she was bleeding. And so um, just because the woman is created from the rib, how, you know, we connect or try to force a connection to men that we were never created to be next to, and in that process we become broken. Um, and the hemorrhaging process starts. Mm. So it just talks about um, the process that I went through, um, just connecting um, to people, places, and things that I should have never been connected to, and in the process finding myself hemorrhaging, finding myself fractured and broken. Mm. But God. But God. Huh. But, but God. God. Um, but I, God. I love what you said. We uh, force connections. And it always goes mm-hmm. back to that we are social creatures. God created us to be social. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. because of that God spirit for us to connect, sometimes we really don't listen to God. <laughs> well, and we right. get outside his will trying to say that God brought us together. And God, God's looking at, uh, are you serious? I, I didn't. Right. Why right. nothing? I didn't do that. Together. Uh-uh. Why? <laughs> does, why do we? I know why we do that, but what are what are some reasons, specific reasons, why we force connections outside of you know we're supposed to be social creatures? We force the wrong connections. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it's because my sister got a got a man, she got a husband, so okay. I think I, I want mm. one. You know, we mm. just want mm. to have that connection. We see what other people have, and we believe, you know, 
everything looks good, so we want it too, not knowing what's going on in that household. Oh, Lord. You know, oh, and sometimes Lord. we we don't know our self-worth, you know, and so we settle and we connect to people um, or places or things, you know, never um, realizing that they're not good for us. You know, we want to say we just want to have that connection with something or somebody, and so at whatever cost we find ourselves connecting um, and slowly but surely becoming broken and um, needing mm. God to heal and fix. So it, it's been a mm. process, you know, because, you know, you see your friends, you see those other women that, um, you know, year after year somebody else is getting engaged, somebody else is getting connected and hooked up. You know, and right. you're excited and you're happy for them, you know, um, but at the same time it's like, okay, I want what I want, you know, mm-hmm. and we decide not to wait on God to bring it him or her, and then all of a sudden we stuck with somebody. We were praying and asking God, mm, but we Lord. didn't wait for God to send them. And then oh, all Lord. of a sudden we're praying again, Lord, take them. You know, take but sometimes, them. you know, we've made that connection, and then we don't know how to get free from that person. Mm-hmm. Lord, we know how to get free. Just get free. Yeah, we <laughs> don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to because yeah. we keep trying to yeah. uh, excuse that it's not God because we want to fill that void. Now, you said this That's book it. is uh, based on some of your experiences. Um, mm-hmm. And so our previ- our previous guest talked about, you know, killer connections and there are signs. Uh, Apostle Mimi mm-hmm. talked about, you know, following the word of God. In our, I've been there too, honey. I, you know, especially when I hit a milestone age, I get to thinking, Lord Jesus, where's he at? Right. Lord have mercy. And then I, I go back to the point that even when God doesn't tell us, you know, that that's our, our, our mate, the people mm-hmm. in our inner circle try to warn us and try to give us advice. Why don't we listen, Rhonda? You know, we it's not that we don't want to hear what they have to say, you know, but we want what we want, you know, and uh-huh. so many times it's, you know, she she really don't understand what I'm going through. How can she mm-hmm. advise me or, you know, because she got somebody. So, mm-hmm. you know, we we get stuck. And sometimes, you know, we just want to make our own connections. And sometimes we think we're in the right place. You know, we're at church, not realizing just because they in church don't make them saved. Look, you know, some yeah. people are in church. Who you with? 
The mind of a man who is P-R-E-Y-I-N-G. Listen, I'm going to tell you the guys is on the too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you because, because mainly because uh, we were always told when you're ready to settle down, find your good church yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. and, uh, and, and I'm going to tell you back in my day, back growing up in Los Angeles, California, I went to Fred, Pastor Fred Price's church just to see the women. I'm going to oh, tell no. you guys on this truth. Back, back in the 70s and 80s, when we went, because they dressed like they were going to the prom or they were going to a formal yeah. or whatever. Well. And, and that's what, that was my, but, but until I came into the revelation of my own or for my own self, mm-hmm. then I realized it wasn't about that. It wasn't about when that's I started it. doing God's work, then it, then it came. You know, that's but it. but it it takes a it takes a man a while to recognize that because of that's what he's been told. You all get mm-hmm. yourself a good church woman, and you you'll be set for life. You know, the church woman is always going to treat you right. Mm. You know, get yourself a church girl, and that 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 was the the mindset that we we were brought up with. So that goes so. back to your point, Peter. With we're the intercessor, mm. Rhonda. You said you're an intercessor. Mm-hmm. I'm an intercessor. I know. So what, yeah. And, and I see it uh, reemerging, the, 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 the mantle yeah. for prayer. And so yeah. it is going to take this, this mindset shift. It's going to take people not only hmm. interceding, but being the living epistle of what God has called and ordained hmm. in the book, which is the Bible, for us to live okay. by. How can we serve as those change agents, Rhonda, uh, for people, like you said, you said people uh, are hemorrhaging, and yeah. we are blinded to the people. Because if you hemorrhage for too long, what's going to happen? Jesus, you're going to die. And a you're lot of people die. are dying mm-hmm. in the church before mm-hmm. they're physically dying. I, I told somebody, yeah. especially, you know, sometimes, you know, when people, um, they say, well, why don't you go to church? It was some years I was out of church. You don't know what I was going through. Um, I was yeah. dying, and I was having my own struggles, mm. especially after my mother died. Yeah. I, it was a chain, and Peter goes back to what you said said about the wimps. You know, when I don't see mm-hmm. the demonstration, I'm like, what are well, we going for? Well, I, I might as right, well right. stay at home and and look at look at the church on on TV, because I'm, I'm getting more from that than I'm going here. So, how can we serve as change agents? Um. Of, of you know to, to get back to where people are really being healed instead of hemorrhaging, Arthur Rhonda, mm-hmm. Arthur the broken rib. You know, Jesus, you know we we got to find ourselves wrapped in the Word. We want to yes. be wrapped in a man or a woman. Amen. Ooh. We got to be wrapped up so mm. tight in the Word, you know, yes. that we mm-hmm. just allow Him to keep us. Amen. Yes. Um, we got to quit compromising and settling and just wanting to satisfy the flesh. I remember it's probably been 10, 12 years ago I heard a um, pastor preaching um, and he just said you know you got to get in your spirit that you won't compromise your long term goals for short term pleasures yes. you know and so many times we want to compromise you know we we want a husband we say we want a husband but yet we, we don't mind sleeping with somebody we don't mind being the weekend girl or that well, um, drive mm, by, mm, you know, well, in the middle of the night. Mm, when, mm, but but we say we want a husband, Lord yet Jesus. we're settling and compromising 
And mm-hmm. so we got to get to at some point, we got to, you know, trust the word of God. We got to wait on God. I know Juanita Bynum used to have a song saying, I don't mind waiting on the yes. Lord. You know, and I used to oh. sing it and sing it. And then at some point I got tired of singing. I'm like, Lord, that's a lie. I do mind waiting. <laughs> I, know, Lord. I just need to be real. <laughs> But I had to get my mind to a place where, Lord, I, I want to wait on you. I desire to, to have the things that mm-hmm. you would have for me. You know, and yes. so once we get ready to be- become God pleasers and not pleasers of our own flesh, I think we'll get yes. to the place where he would have us to be. God pleaser. Is there, in, in Peter, Rodney, I can is there a, a level of repentance for us leaders or intercessors, church leaders, pastors, that we must engage in to shift the kingdom back to where it is, first of all, God God pleases, like you said, because this generation doesn't know what it means. And then mm-hmm. to have the standards and demonstrate the standards of the word. Is there a level of repentance that we must engage in? Anybody? Apostle, Rhonda, you want to go? Oh, I was giving away to you, sir. I, I'm waiting on your wisdom. Yeah, bless you. Um, yes, yeah, we we do. We have to we have to not only just talk it. We have to walk it. Again, as I started out with Wimps, um, we have to be. We have to demonstrate that God is still alive by doing those things. Jesus said, "Greater things than these you're going to do." And the Bible writes that He did so many things that we couldn't even write them down fast enough. So, what greater things do we need to do? We need to step out and do those things. We need to go ahead, begin laying hands on folk, uh, healing. We get, you know, I know we get so caught up with the, with the. Uh, the ones that, that the knockoffs, I guess, the ones that, that have people fixed in audiences. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about public displays. I'm talking about inside our own church body, inside the little small church, inside the neighborhood church, inside the the, uh, the small mega church, I guess you would call them. Yeah. You know, those yeah. things where, where the regulars are come because they're just coming out of form and fashion right now. Jesus. They're yeah, just coming, yeah. hearing the choir scene, watching the, the mm. dancers dance, yeah. hearing the praise yeah. and worship team, and then they going home and they cussing out their spouse. Absolutely. You know, right. or they're not talking to their spouse. Or, you know, they, they you know, browbeating the children, you know, or everything is always negative. But they don't spend a whole day and a half in church. But, mm. you know, it's like going to Aretha Franklin's funeral. You know, they don't spend three <laughs> days in the church. Lord <laughs> well, and there's, and there's no manifestation. They, they come home and the children don't understand why why they getting yelled at because you just yeah, randomly yeah. yelling and and there's That's no it. positive encouragement. There's nobody setting anybody up for success. The church is hurting for money, so all the, everything is about money and fundraising, and we need to uh, give to this and give to that instead of what does the scripture say? That there may be meat in my house, bringing yeah. all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And so that right. meat needs to go out into the public, into the community, and, and activity needs to be going on, all that stuff. So, yes, there is a level of repentance. Every pa- and I'm speaking from Louisville since I'm in Louisville. That's Every right. pastor in Louisville needs to repent and start over. Yeah. All right. That's the bottom 
Listen here, uh-huh. and I have to say this: uh, when when you say people are coming and you know leaving the same, and you we have to realize just because we is under the covering of the church doesn't mean God is in mm-hmm. that. And I say this right. because there's a level of service mm-hmm. that needs to be evident in mm-hmm. our churches. That Evidence. just like the level, of, if you went to Eddie Marlowe's or whatever restaurant is your favorite, and the service yeah, was poor, every well, time right. you went in there and you mm-hmm. always Come had on. to didn't get what you needed or what you wanted, right. would you keep going? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. So we've got mm-hmm. to stop this mentality that just because we are a member of a certain church or just because it's a church. And, you know, I don't want to seem like uh, I'm church hopping. Ain't no such thing as church hopping. Hmm. It's about a level of, if you're not receiving the service that you need to fill your belly with whatever needs to be filled, listen, that's insanity. Keep going there. And so we're in a time right right now that you've got, it's such critical times. If you're not demonstrating, goes back to WIMP, what God, who God is and his power, what makes you think people are going to want to run to your God? They're not. Right. Absolutely. They're not. They're not going to. I tell people, why would I go? Why would I even want to praise God if everybody on the praise team looks sad and mad and enraged? Mm-hmm. Why? Right. Why would mm-hmm. I want to participate? Because evidently the God yeah. they're singing about, they don't even believe. So they're not ushering mm-hmm. in to nothing. So we've got mm-hmm. to be strong enough to recognize what God has called us to do and recognize that God is not in every church and recognize right. when God tells you, um, I ain't here, so why do you keep going? Right, it's time to go. You better move on, move, move, move. Right. Instead of song, move. Somebody, somebody sung it. I'm going to find it. So yeah. we're hemorrhaging the, the, the kingdom, the, the world. We, let's just not leave it to the church. The world is hemorrhaging because we are, yeah. the church should be the example that's setting for the world. And because we're out of order, the right. world is out of order. Right. So, that's it. Exactly. Running around spiritually anemic. Spiritually mm. anemic. Jesus. Now, listen, uh, Arthur Rhonda, I know we got far, you know, but we, we didn't get far from the book. Tell us specifically, because it's all about hemorrhaging and healing. Tell us specifically, because we had, listen, I could talk all night. We had 923. We got about two minutes. <laughs> Tell us what people will glean from this book. And it's just not for women. Just because she's a female author and it's a woman on book, right. don't think it's just for women. It's for anybody who's hemorrhaging uh-huh. and needs healing. Tell us That's what right. they will get from this book. You know, honestly, when you've been connected to the wrong people, or so long, you know, you've been investing in people that aren't giving you a return on your investment. At mm-hmm. some point, you know, you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. At some point, you want, you realize mm-hmm. you need to do something different, you know. Mm-hmm. So prayerfully, the book will just encourage you to wait on Mr. Wright, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not who, it may not, he may not come packaged the way you think he's supposed to come packaged. Come on, you know? God had to deal with me because I, I wanted him a, to look a certain way. He said, you're going to miss the gift looking at the outside Come package. On. Yeah. 
You know, so we can't miss what God is doing in the season because he's not the type. Because I kept saying, God, I want this type. God said, look what your type has got you. Try my type. You know, so at some point, we got to put for our type and trust what God is doing. You know, and then just recognize that you you are broken. You know, Uh um, this book is based off the story of the woman with the issue of blood. You know, and she at some point realized she had been going to all the wrong places trying to get uh-huh. help. But And it wasn't until mm. she realized that she needed to get to Jesus to get what she needed. And so she wasn't concerned about who was looking at her, Come on. what they were saying. She realized they was probably already talking about it. At some point, yeah. you got to quit worrying about what, what they saying. You know, uh-huh. you got to yeah, get what right. you got to get from God. So she pressed her way. You know, so we got to recognize mm. if we broken you know, what we need to do to get our healing. And then, you know, oh. it said that he, she had to think to herself, if I can just get to Jesus. You know, if and sometimes we got to reject the negative thoughts that we've been having about ourselves. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to have a positive self-talk. You can't wait on nobody else mm. to talk or speak into you. Sometimes you got to speak over your own mm. situation. Yes, and then rediscover your God-given too. identity. You know, it doesn't matter who you've been connected with or how long. You know, at some point, God, Jesus called her daughter, you know, and she realized she had an identity at that point. So we got to, you know, mm. figure out who we are and who, who we are. are so that we can get the healing oh, that he has for us. So it, I'm just trusting and believing as people read this, that they will move, be able to move from hemorrhaging the healing. Jesus, y'all see why Jesus. in the first two pages I didn't gotten some healing? Y'all hear what she said? Rhonda Joseph, Uncle mm. Rhonda Joseph. Where can people get this book? Your book releases Saturday at St. Stephen Church from 1 to 4. Um, where can they get it? If they Man. can't come, where can they get this book? And where can they book you? Because you need to be uh, going all over this world Absolutely. with this message. Amen. I'm, I'm excited about what God is doing in this season. Amen. They can uh, reach out to me at Joseph R-H-O-N-D-A, J-O-S-E-P-H dot com um, to um, book me, to um, get the book, just to have a conversation. If you've been a broken rib and you you want somebody to pray and touch and agree with you, that you can move from hemorrhaging to healing. Amen. I'm, I'm just, this is not even, this book is not about me. God said you would get, I would get healed through the process as uh-huh. I wrote yeah. and others would be healed as they read. Amen. Amen. So if right. you just wanna Amen. want somebody to touch you and agree with you to help you move out of a situation that you might Hallelujah. Whatever it is, I'm trusting God will do for you what he did for me. Amen. Amen. Listen, Amen. I told y'all in the first two pages I got healed. So I can't wait to read the whole book. Why did you you were phenomenal? Is it I'd love to be the first. Was I your first interview about Broken ribs. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, it only makes sense that um, you've been trying to help me push this thing out. So I, I'm grateful. I'm I thank God now. for uh, you. A pussy. Yeah, I'm a pussy. <laughs> and I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for the pussy. And, and, and I'm going to have to get you on, on my show. I'm about to email you. I'm about to inbox y'all right after this show. She got to, she got to have a whole hour with this, Peter Witt. Who you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah, she, she got to sit down in front of the camera. Absolutely. Well, yeah, oh, she got to sit down in front of the camera. Yeah, see what amen, I'm saying? Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Rhonda Joseph, I'm going to follow up with you. Thank you so much for your real, relevant, mm-hmm. and 
refreshing interview and discussion about the broken rib. Uh, you know, I've already uh, said what I said, and I say what I say and mean what yes. I say. Uh, and I'm and excited I'm, and I'm for, you. for you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, listening, and I'm going to follow up with you later. Listen, Peter Amen. Witt, yes, listen, I'm going to have to have you back as a co-host. You didn't, you didn't pull something out, <laughs> our guest, like, listen. <laughs> but tell us, listen, tell our audience how they can stay connected to you because uh, you do great things and um, a multi-talented, uh, gifted, anointed things uh, in this area. Yeah. Tell us how we can stay connected Bless to you. you. I'm just uh I'm just a conduit, but I thank God for allowing me to be that conduit. Um, right now, just um go to uh, YouTube, type in who you with, and um you know follow me um on YouTube um to watch the videos and things that I or the people that I interview and the things that I have going on. Um, you know I'll keep you posted. I'll be back on Facebook um back. Uh, probably March, uh, so okay. maybe another two more weeks I'll be off. Uh, All I, right. You know, I'm, I'm in my my fasting season, but um, <laughs> but yeah, just W H O Y A. Yeah, yeah, W H O Y A W H I T T. Um, just put that into your Google search, and you'll find everything to uh, reach me. And uh, YouTube is right now my medium right now, so we're good. Appreciate right. you, Tanya White, doing listen, great things for God and country. Listen, <laughs> Whit and White, listen, we're going to have to do yeah. this again, Peter. I'm going I'm to follow up. <laughs> we're going to have to Absolutely. do this again. I had fun having a co-host. Listen, uh, I'm going to follow <laughs> up with you later, and much success to okay. you, and uh, thank you so much, okay? Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank all you, right. ladies, for... Uh... Oh, all right. I'm sorry, Peter Whit. I think I cut you off. Listen, Real Talk with Tanya White, tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. We kick it real relevant and refreshing. We're going to close out with freedom because what you need when you're dealing with wimps, broken ribs, killer connection, and you have to do it God's way, you got to be free. And freedom comes through Jesus. I love you guys.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.